Welcome to the Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I am your host, Mindy Wender-Querio, and I'm a small town go-to girl next door who is obsessed with helping others see more for themselves so they can thrive in all areas of life. I love researching all the things like wellness, mindset, relationships, you name it. If I'm obsessed with it, I get hyper-focused on it and I research the crap out of it, and then I share it with you. If those are things that you're also obsessed with, then keep listening and let's become new best friends. Today, we're going to talk about productivity hacks. We're going to get obsessed with being productive. And I'm going to just start off this um, episode telling you why. Because, okay, I'm productive enough. I don't really care. No, I'm going to tell you what we don't. I know I didn't. We don't think about why it's so important to to be productive and like what it does for our mindset and our confidence. First of all, why you want to listen to this episode front like from beginning to end and like really start applying these things is because number one, I'm going to teach you how they say 21 days to create a habit. I'm going to give you a little hack to collapse time and I'm going to teach you how to make these things a habit in three days. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, what I teach you is going to give you peace. It's going to build your confidence because guess what? You're showing up for yourself. You're going to feel so much more accomplished every single day. You're going to have more time with your family and your children. Let's just say that again. You're going to have so much more time with your family and your children. And when you're with your kids, you're going to actually be present and you're not going to feel overwhelmed because when we get overwhelmed or feel anxiety or get frustrated, we don't even realize this, but we like... We're short with our loved ones. We're like, yeah, okay, I got to do this. And we're our brain is just spiraling, especially if you're somebody with ADHD. These things are going to help you finally feel like a sense of calmness where you're just like, okay, it'll help you focus better. It's almost like giving yourself a lavender essential oil bath. That's how you're going to feel. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, okay. I, I don't feel like scattered and stressed and I'm not cleaning start cleaning the living room and then I'm cleaning the bedroom. And by the way, that's how I clean. And I think I get it done a lot faster, but you know what I'm saying? That's how it is when, how I ADHD clean. That's how I feel like I am when I don't do the things that we're going to talk about today. I feel like all over the place. And when I'm all over the place, I can't focus and get hyper-focused on the things that I need to be hyper-focused on that move the needle forward. And the last thing I'm going to say before we get into the tangible takeaways and like the hacks I don't know who needs to hear this, but please pay attention because I just feel like it's such a good reminder and some people might need this like aha, aha moment. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how big your following is. It does not matter what car you drive. It doesn't matter how much money is in your bank account. If you do not feel peace and you are not being true to your top priorities, okay? When we are not being true to our top priorities and what truly matters to us, we can achieve all the things that we wanna achieve in our lives and we it sure is lonely at the top and we sure will feel a lot of guilt that we had missed out on certain things with our children or our relationships are struggling or whatever it is you, do, you won't feel happiness and peace, okay? All of these things that we're going to go over today, this is going to help you 
have more time for the people and things that matter most to you in your life, and it's going to give you peace. And those things, my friend, that is priceless. So that's why I'm really passionate. You were like, how can somebody be passionate about like productivity hacks? Okay, here I am, obsessed. So let's get into it. Here are some hacks that will help you like catapult your yourself into your future self, into your dream life, into accomplishing all the things that you want to accomplish in a shorter period of time and having peace and being true to your top priority and not feeling scattered. Okay. So number one, set goals. (laughs) Again, this is coming very soon. I said this on the last episode, but A goal setting episode is going to take, I I don't even feel like I can fit it in one episode, but I'm going to do like a condensed version of my goal setting routine. And that's coming up in a couple weeks. But before I get into why goal setting is stuff, I wanted to invite you, if you're listening to it at at, uh, before December 14th, I am hosting a free 90 minute going to be 90 minutes because you guys voted on my Instagram and you guys rather would have it in a 90 minute masterclass format as opposed to a three to five day group. So it's going to be free. I'm hosting a masterclass for you where I'm going to go into detail, breaking down, giving examples, and you will be on live with me. And I will provide the recording if you can't make it on live. But if those of you who do get on live will have access to ask me questions about your goals. We are going to go over some more. I'll go into more detail about productivity hacks. I'll go into my goal setting system and routine. And I will go into visualizations. And then we end with me giving you like a little vision board workshop. And the reason why I want to do that is because, and I save that for the end, because I remember trying to do a vision board, you guys. It was a mess because I was doing a vision board with not knowing what my goals were or what I want. I just had like magazines and like scissors and a big poster board. And I was like, okay, what do I do? What do I want? I don't even know. And it was a mess. So I will show you if you've ever, can you relate to that? If you can, I will literally walk you through how it won't feel that way. And it's going to be very a creative, fun, like you're going to get butterflies. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get butterflies doing this exercise. And we, we won't do it on the workshop, but I'm going to show you how. And if you see like other people creating these like beautiful vision boards and like how they do it, I will give you like the step-by-step on how and show you my past vision boards. Some of you have never seen some of these. I've, I've shared a couple of my vision boards because I'm just like mind blown. I'm like, oh my gosh, I put this cottage, literally living in this cottage right now. After our house fire, we moved into our cottage on the lake. And I put, this was in 2016, I said, I want a cottage on the lake with no steps. And on this area that I'm looking out at right now, there's like hardly none. There's very, it's very rare that you get a cottage on this chain of lakes at all because they're never for sale. They're like two go for sale a year, maybe if you're lucky and they're insane. But they, a lot of them have steps. And I just was like, I don't want steps. It's just like something I wanted. So I had a picture of, it wasn't this exact cottage, but it looked exactly like this. And I can show you this when you're on the masterclass. And within, I think it was that same year, I found this cottage. It went for sale by owner. It wasn't even on the market yet. 
and I called the dude and now we're still great friends. Like he became like part of our family and a friend. So it's really cool. It's really, it's crazy, like mind blowing, but also not. I'm going to walk you through how I did all of that, but that is December 14th. And to get signed up for that, just go to mindywonder.com and then you will see in the blog section. And also there'll be like a whole page for that to put your name and email address in there. So you will get registered and we'll save your spot. And then you'll get an email with all the information. Setting goals is a hack. So here's what I do just in a nutshell is pick 10 goals. Okay. So write out your goals and write them in present tense. Like I am blank. I have blank. I achieve blank. Whatever it is, whatever your goals are, write that one through 10. Okay. And then what I do is after I go through that setting, that goal goal setting of 10 things, then I go through and I star on the top three, what I call my hyper focus goals. So I do my top three goals and how I pick my three goals, because I get asked this all the time when I, I, do, I, I teach this goal setting masterclass every single year in December, just to help everybody. January's coming, we're all setting goals and I just like to do that, it's so much fun. Everyone always asks, how do I pick, how do I decide what my top three goals are? So how you decide that is, what are the, first of all, what makes you excited? What are you passionate about? And it makes sure that they align with your top priorities, which we'll go into in the masterclass. So I do that and then also I'm like, okay, so would this goal help some of these other goals fall into place? And so I, that's how I pick and then I star the three. And then I do what I call my hyper-focus brain dump where I list one to 21 because 21 is my favorite number. And I list one to 21 and I just brain dump, like how would I achieve that goal? What would I need to do? What would I need to research? What books would I need to read? All the things. And I do 21 ways. And the first five are gonna be easy peasy. Then when you get to 10, it's it's a little difficult. 10 to 21, that's when you really start to have to brainstorm ways and think about it. So it's gonna take some time, but don't skip the step because it's gonna help you daily to achieve those goals. And I'll get into that. Side note, everyone's scared to set financial goals, especially us Christians. It is not bad to have financial goals. Everyone has the, it just has this like negative vibe. When I hear people talking about money shouldn't be important to you and all those things, money isn't what excites me. Sorry to tell you, that's not what gets me makes me feel alive. What makes me feel alive is these financial goals are helping me to have freedom, to take my children to Disney World, to take my family on vacations, to be able to work from home and schedule my work hours around my son's baseball games, basketball games, whatever. Name a sport, he's in it. Or like my kids' events at school and plays and uh, all the things. You get it, moms, you get it. Or like you feel guilt because you have to miss things. I don't have to feel that guilt anymore. So money equals freedom. Money equals me being present. Money equals me being true to my top priorities. Money equals memories that I get to create with my family and my children. Money equals paying for my kids' college so they don't have to be struggling with financial debt at age 18 when they have to start taking out loans for their college. So these are goals that I set for myself back in 2009. Lily, who's my second born, she, did, she wasn't even born yet. And I've already 
am funding Lane's college. And right when she's born, I set a goal to create a college fund for her. So see what I'm saying. I want you guys to get that mindset out of your head and change your beliefs. And why? what happens when we are younger, if you have a weird mindset or belief system around money, it's because when you were younger, somebody in your life, parents, teachers, somebody in your life has put a belief system in you or said just a thing and and it might not even be their fault. You just, your seven-year-old brain interpreted it into a way to be a negative thing in your head. And you might not have that. I'm, I'm just talking to the people that might have this weird feeling around money and about uh, setting goals to make money. You got to get over that because if you start to see the financial goals that you set for yourself in such a way that it's helping your children, helping your marriage, helping like all the things, it just makes you feel so much more alive because again, you're going to feel really empty if these financial goals is just because you want to be rich and have this car and it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad to set a goal because that's also fun for you too. If you want to set a goal to purchase a Range Rover, I actually had that on my goal. It was really unfulfilling. I bought a Range Rover off the lot, walked in with my chucks on and a hoodie and a baby on my hip. And I said, I'm going to buy this car. And they're like, are you sure? Yes, this is a car I wanted. And it was like a five, five years into setting the goal. And I was ready to pay cash, buy this car. Seven days after owning that car, the transmission blew. And I had nothing but problems ever since. So I'm like, okay. So they actually, it was such a uh, rare car because there was only 400 of these. Of course, the one I pick off the lot has to be like the special one I have known nothing about. They bought it back from me because other people wanted it because it was like only 400 made or whatever. And then I was like, I need to get back to my normal cars. I can't be driving. the. It's too fancy for me. But I still set the goal and I achieved it. Check that off the list. It's just fun to set crazy, insane, cool goals that get you excited. Don't let other people judge you for what your goals are. Because if you're setting goals and you're being fake because you're like, oh, I want world peace. We all know you want world peace and that's not bad. But if that's really in your heart of hearts, if your energy and your emotions. I know there's a lot of people out there that call like your frequency and your the energy you're putting out. And I believe in that actually, but I just call it my emotions because I'm very basic. <laughs> I'm, I'm not like fancy. Okay. So like your emotions equal your frequency. So people are like, if you're vibrating at a low frequency, that would mean like anger or depression or like sadness or whatever. Okay. I just call it the emotion, right? So if you are setting goals that aren't getting you excited and your emotions are not like what people say vibrating high or are not like you're not feeling excited, then they're not going to get you excited every day. You're not going to do the things. Okay. The last thing I'll say about goals is, and we're going to get into breaking down daily how to achieve your goals and stuff like that. But The last thing I'll say, and I did talk about this on uh, a previous episode, but just in case this is your first episode you're listening to, you have to have a really strong why. Like what makes you want to do these things? What makes you want to have a financial goal? What makes you want to vacation? What makes you want to change careers and create a side hustle so you can eventually have uh, multiple streams of income and eventually maybe work from home? Like what is your reason why? Because if your why isn't strong, 
And again, if it's world peace, great. But if it's not, don't say world peace. Maybe your why is, you know, I was listening to Ed Milet's podcast. This just came up. So just side note here. He was saying, if your why is that you want to be famous, no shame in that game. But you have to be honest with yourself because the longer you keep lying to yourself and say, I want world peace when you truly just want to be famous, no one has to know about it. You don't have to tell anybody what drives you and what your why is and what your goals are. These can be made private, but be honest with yourself. And what I do, and actually in the Hyper Focus Journal, this is a journal that I created that has my exact goal setting strategy and all just all the things is in one and like my daily routine, my morning routine, like all of it in one place. And then at the end of the month, we do the monthly break session. It's so cool. If you want to check out that journal, just go to mindywonder.com and it's called the Hyper Focus Journal. And those are available for pre-sale now and they'll be like launching. So if you're listening to this on January, 2024, they're already launched. You can go to mindywonder.com and order those or go to hyperfocusmentor.com and you can order those plus merch. There's even podcast merch there. Pretty excited about that. But getting back to this, on the goal setting system that I have in the Hyperfocus Journal, because this is literally what I would do every, for 15 years, you guys, in a notebook, I would write at the top of my goal page, and I'll go into this in the masterclass, but I would write my top three priorities. And then I also have a top priority statement that I actually put on my fridge, and I actually have that in my hyperfocus journal so I can refer to that. Anytime I have to make a decision, what are my top priorities? What are my top priority state? What is my top priority statement? And I learned that from Shalene Johnson and Brian Tracy. They both talk about that and they and I respect them because they're they have great relationships. They put their family first, they put their children first, and then they're success have successful careers. So I try to find mentors that have all not that I don't follow and respect other people, other mentors, but when they have it all in the categories that matter to me and line up with my top priorities, I'm sold on that person to follow them and learn from them. Yes. But in my hyper-focus journal and what I do, and this is what I do every single week when I rewrite my goals, I do this. I make sure that I review and rewrite my top priorities. So then when I am going through my goal setting routine and picking my three top goals, my hyper-focus goals, everything is lining up. I'm making sure that it lines up with what is important to me. And I suggest you do the same. Okay, so then the next thing is, so you did, you're gonna do the brain dump. We're gonna list 21 ways. We talked about that, right? So what that 21, the 21 ideas that you brain dumped, what this is gonna do is it's going to help you daily when you do the next step, which is to-do list. So this is my morning routine. And again, that's an episode coming up. And also I wrote a blog on it at miniwonder.com. You can look at my morning routine if you want to read it, but I'll go into more detail on the podcast in a couple weeks. But in my morning routine, I developed this 15 years ago. And I spoke about this on, on the first episode of this podcast. But I started to do this to-do list and this, and I edited it, I tweaked it. I, I learn from other people and I test and I try new things. But right now, what I have been, what I find to work the best for my ADHD brain and my busy mom, I have five kids and I have a career and I have all the things. This is what works for me. And I'm still obsessed with being purpose-driven. I want to create cool things. I want to accomplish cool things. I have huge goals 
And this journal and this system of my to-do list and my morning routine, that is what makes it all possible. Okay, so your daily to-do list, let me just break that down a little bit. And so why you wanna do a to-do list, and I, I have so many friends that I'm like tapping, if you're watching the YouTube, I'm tapping my forehead because it low, lowers my cortisone levels. That's what I do as a joke, even though it's not a joke, it actually works. But this is what I do to my husband when he stresses me out, I tap my forehead. But like my friends who like could ask me anything that, you know, whatever, and they're just like, oh, I forgot to do this because of this. And I, they seem so overwhelmed and scattered. I'm like, get your crap together and get the hyper-focused journal or just do this in a notebook. Like you guys can just do this in a notebook. You don't even need the journal if you want to just get a notebook. It's just the journal like is so much easier because it's all done for you. It's just like, and it's cute and it makes you more motivated to do it, right? So your to-do list is literally gonna give you peace and confidence and feel, and you're gonna feel accomplished. That's what a to-do list does. So do you want peace? Do you wanna feel accomplished? Do you wanna accomplish more? And do you wanna be more confident? Then start writing, creating a to-do list. So what I do, this should take less than 10 minutes. Because for me, and this is why I created, how I created this hyper-focused journal, it, it can't take too long. Journaling, when I actually journal in my hyper-focused journal, that takes three minutes. When I make my to-do list, that takes less than five, it's probably like five to 10, especially because you, my friend, are smart. And you went through the system that I just told you, which was writing your goals and then doing the brain dump. So now what I do is I rewrite at the top of my to-do list, this is all in the journal, but I'm just, if you're right doing this on your own in a notebook, you can rewrite your top hyper-focused goals, okay? And then under it, I call this my hyper-focused to-do list. So this is the things that are like hyper-focused on my goals. This is how I'm gonna move the needle forward in my goal setting or it to accomplish my goals and to achieve the things I wanna achieve, right? So then I do, I have to do things and uh, create a to-do list to that are regarding those hyper-focused goals. Now, instead of sitting there scratching your head, like, what should I do? You just go back to your brain dump list. So I just turn back in my journal Go to the brain dump list and all the ideas, the 21 ways on how you're going to accomplish that goal, you take from that list and put it on your on the hyper-focus to-do list. Every task, if it's, oh, build a website, no. You need to break down what does it take to build a website. Because these tasks, every to-do list, every to-do that you're putting on your list needs to be 10 minutes or less because otherwise you're never gonna cross that off in a day. You know what I mean? These are daily things. This is our daily things and this is how we're gonna build your confidence and make you be like, yes, I'm showing up for myself. I'm accomplishing great things. I'm every single day, I'm moving the needle forward. The way I think of the to-do list is I always relate thing, things back to fitness. So we can all relate to that, right? So we don't work out and start a new workout routine and set a goal that I wanna lose 20 pounds and then do it one day and do it on Monday and not Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then we're like, wait, why are we didn't we lose any weight? We didn't even lose like a half a pound. What gives? We're not asking ourselves that. We're like, okay, we have to do the, the it's 4%, an hour workout is like 4% of your day. My workouts are 30 minutes. I don't do the hour. But so 30 minutes of my day, right? That's a daily thing on my to-do list. So every single day at the end of seven days, 14 days, a month, six months, 
that's when you're gonna see the results from the small things that you do every single day that are easy to do, but also easy not to do, compounded over time, gives you big results. So that's the same mindset I want you to have. Like when it comes to fitness, same thing with your goals and your to-do list. So basically it's, okay, I set a goal to lose 20 pounds and then I'm gonna do my daily workouts and my daily nutrition and over time, the goal is achieved. Same thing with your to-do list. I'm gonna set my financial goal or be famous goal. (laughs) That's funny now or buy a Range Rover goal, whatever it is. And now you're gonna do the things, the daily, from your brain dump, make your to-do list. You're gonna keep that in front of your brain because you're gonna rewrite your hyper-focused goals every day so you're reminded about it. You're always thinking about it. You're getting what? Somebody say it. Hyper-focused on your goals, getting, say it, obsessed with accomplishing your goals. And guess what happens? Over time, You guessed it, you achieve your goals. And side note, when you're setting your goals, and we're gonna go in this in the masterclass, but when you're setting your goals, you might change, you might change your goals. So what I like to do is every Sunday, I like to rewrite my goals, or at least every month. Because maybe when I started down that road, it was like, you know what, this really is taking time away from my children. So that isn't lining up with who I am and what I want in my top priorities. So no, gonna change that. I'm gonna edit it. You don't have to like completely give up on the goal unless you're like, this is really taking me down the wrong path. I don't even want this. It was just like somebody else said they wanted it and I was like, that would be cool. But then I was like, I don't even want this. It takes me completely away from my top priorities. Delete it off your list. But sometimes we just need to tweak and edit things and be like one goal. So you get an idea and you get excited and you get obsessed and you get hyper-focused on a goal. And then you start going down that road and then that goal idea might fall off, but it leads to seven more ideas that rule. And then those seven ideas might bring you to seven more ideas. And then that brings you to like maybe the thing that you were destined to do that God had put on your heart and he just needed you to go through these mo- the motions and the, the system and this taking massive action to figure out what that is. And I go into, I'm going to go into this more, but like journaling and inviting God. And I'll, t- I'll talk about this on the masterclass, but inviting God into your goal setting, your daily morning routine. You ask him, is this aligning with what you want for me? Is this what my purpose is? Is this what you want? Is this the road you want me to go down? And so I ask that every morning in my morning routine, and I'll go over that in the morning routine episode and for sure going to do it on the masterclass. Please come to the masterclass because you will get so much more out of that than I can give you in a short podcast episode. And we can work together live on that class. But journaling and in the hyper-focus journal, it actually is like the page that has where you rewrite your goals your top three goals, you do your hyper-focused to-do list. It has a space for gratitude, a space for affirmations, like we talked about on episode one. If you haven't listened to episode one, go back to hear my story and what really transformed my life. I talked about it on episode one. And then it has other to-dos. So that could be like, do two loads of laundry. It could be like, whatever it is. Just write those things down though, 
because I have a space for just hyper focus to do's and then I have brain dump to do's. So that's just random stuff like go to lanes, meet the Mountaineers. He's all the high school athletes have like this thing where you meet all the athletes. That's tonight at six. That I wrote down on my to do list this morning because what happens then you can check those off. And it's really fun because you really do build confidence, even the smallest things. And you can ask my husband this. I'm a loser. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay, do my skincare routine. I already did that, but I'm going to write it down just so I can check it off. You know what I mean? So I probably won't do skincare routine on my to-do list, but that's just a funny example. I like to add things even if I've already done it. I put them on that list anyway just to check them off because I'm like that. I want to feel accomplished. Okay, so to just finish this episode up and tie it in a bow, I would like to just talk about two more things. And one thing I learned from Brian Tracy, if you do, have you ever read the book, Eat That Frog? It's like one of my favorite books. So what he suggests when it got, when, regarding to-do lists, he suggests that what is that task that you're dreading, that you don't want to do? It seems so daunting. For me, that's folding laundry. But like, what is that for you? So what is that frog? So he suggests that you eat that frog every day, first thing off your list. So I want to share that with you because it really does help because you feel right out of the gates in your day. You feel so thankful the Lord that is off my list. I'm so grateful and I feel so good about that. And it makes all the rest of the stuff feel like easy breezy, easy peasy, like check. So it really does set your day up for success. And then obviously when you set your day up for success, you're setting your life up for success. The other thing is if you don't check something off your list, that's okay. Add it to the next day right then and there. So at night I like to go back before I go to bed I like to do a brain dump of a to-do list just so I sleep well. Because at night, sometimes my mind is, okay, I have to do this tomorrow, I have to do this tomorrow. Instead of just thinking about it, I like to just take my journal. I In the morning, I, I keep it all day as I'm working to refer to my to-do list, right? And then I just put it by my, when I go get the kids from school, because that's usually my work day is done. I go put it by my bed and then I can just like journal at night. Like, what was the best part of my day? What did I accomplish today? And then I can go to the next page And I can add any to-dos that are like lingering in my head that might keep me stressed or awake. I can just get those out of my head. So that's just like a pro tip. And then the other thing is when I am going to be out and about, my journal is like a great size to take with me and like put in the purse. But if you're using just like a notebook or something, what I used to do because like my notebook would get trash and whatever, that doesn't happen with the hyper-focused journal. But like when I used to use just a notebook, that would happen. So what I do is I would take a picture of my daily page, my daily to-do list, my hyper-focus goals. Like I'd take a picture of it and I'm going, I'm have some, I have an idea that might be coming out in 2024. So just stay tuned to help with that. Okay. So then the last thing is this, okay. This is how you're going to collapse time and not wait 21 days to make this a habit. We're going to do it in three days. Pay attention When you start doing this, you have to have the willpower to be like, I'm starting tomorrow. I'm going to do what Mindy says. I'm going to apply these things. Okay, that's tomorrow. You're going to do that. When you do that, and the next three days after that, you're going to do the same steps. So you just need to show up for yourself for three days applying these things. I want you to do this. Pay attention how it makes you feel. How does it make you feel? It probably makes you like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I followed through on that. I showed up for myself. You're going to feel more confident. Like we talked about all the things we talked about at the beginning of the episode. That's how you're going to feel. 
And so when, but you might not even notice it. So I'm asking you, instead of not noticing, notice. Pay attention to how this stuff makes you feel for three days. And what's going to happen is it's going to make you feel so freaking good. And you're going to see all that you accomplish. And you're going to just accelerate all the things that you're trying to do. You're going to be like, wow, I'm going to continue to do this. So paying attention to how it makes you feel will create the habit. It really will. And proof. I, I never had written it. I was scattered, ADHD, all over the place. And even when I fall off track, because I'm not perfect, you guys, I, I created the hyper-focus journal and there's days that I'm like, oh man, I, mi- I miss that. And those days always feel like I'm scattered. But see, I pay attention to how that makes me feel. I feel scattered. I really need my morning routine. I really need to spend time with God. I really need to use my hyper- hyper-focus journal. I really need to create and work from a to-do list. And it brings me back and reminds me of how it makes me feel when I do it and how I feel when I don't. Remember we talked about like the pain versus pleasure? So now I'm at the point and very quickly, even 15 years ago, even though I was scattered and crazy and busy and all the things, really quickly it became a habit for me because of the way it makes me feel and made me feel. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode. And don't forget, December 14th, put it on your calendar, grab your phone and put it on your calendar. December 14th, we are doing that masterclass and we're going to do it together. You're going to be there. And then also go to miniwonder.com to check out the hyperfocus journal. And like I said, use a notebook if you don't want to use that. That's totally fine. I made this for me. And then I was like, wait, I'm going to share this with other people. So that's what I'm doing. Maybe this resonated with you and you'd want to use it. If you want to, go to mindywender.com. And then to register for that masterclass, go to mindywender.com. And I'll see you there on the 14th. Seriously, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Obsessed or Not Interested podcast. I love connecting with you on social media. So if you guys want, please shoot me a DM at either our podcast Instagram, which is at Obsessed or Not Interested, or even my personal Instagram, which is at Mindy Wender. I check them both, so either is fine. Oh, and truly, if this has helped you even 1%, If you could do me huge solid and leave me a rating and review, that would mean the world to me. When you guys do that, here's here's why I really love it. It's because it helps the podcast be able to reach more women who want and need this. So truly, that is like the best compliment you could ever give me is just leaving ratings and reviews for this podcast. Anything that I talked about in today's episode, any links or resources, you will find that in the show notes. Thank you for listening to today. Can't wait to chat more in the DMs and don't forget to tune in next Tuesday.